Still winless in Big Ten basketball play. What can the Illini do to salvage their season? How about playing the freshmen? Tevian Jones, Alan Griffin, maybe more minutes for those guys. Scott Ritchie, our beat writer, breaks it down in this week's Inside Illini Basketball podcast and tells you how to make the most out of the rest of the season. We'll be back after this. Hey, Jim Rosso, News Gazette Media Vice President, reminding you that we have a ton of podcasts available at newsgazette.com every day of the week. From Dave Gentry's Morning Show to Scott Beatty's News Hour to Brian Barnhart's Penny for Your Thoughts. Head to our website, newsgazette.com, and search for podcasts. Good Monday morning, Scott Ritchie. Morning, Jim. How you doing today? Oh, you know, just excited for a new week. All right. Weekend free of basketball for you. What'd you do? Watch basketball. Did you? Yeah. What, what stuck out? Oh, I watched mostly uh, Big Ten on Saturday. Okay. We had, a bunch of we had several games on. Uh, watched Minnesota and Rutgers. Because you know, Minnesota's coming to State Farm Center this That's week. That's a W. We'll get into that in a little bit. Maybe. No, it's a W. Trust me. Maybe. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it later. Uh, watched <laughs> Florida State leave Cam Reddish wide open for that three. He had a better game, too. So yep. I, Maybe he is a draft pick. His, uh, his draft style. Well, he hadn't played very well, at least compared to all the hype around him. But, yeah, he, he was really good against Florida State and – when you're that wide open, you probably should hit the game-winning shot, too. I don't trust Florida State ever. I don't know. Like, it was typical Florida State. Sort of. It was. I still like that team for some reason. Just, I mean, they find ways to win except for that game, obviously, because, you know, defense. But they're going to be a top-20 team all year long unless they really just tank it in ACC. But probably should cover guys. Yep. On out-of-bounds out plays. Scott Ritchie is an AP Top 25 voter. You had to submit your ballot, what, last night? I did it this morning. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Just gave me a little extra time to think about it, mainly because I locked in, like, the top 10 teams. That was pretty straightforward. And then, okay. like, everybody else lost last week in the Top 25. So I completely just cleared the next 15 spots, looked at 25 different teams, and kind of evaluated their season you know, as a whole uh, with I mean, obviously, some some recent results playing a part. Uh, Louisville jumped in, you know, because they just beat up on North Carolina in Chapel Hill, but uh, just totally kind of revamped it. Because when all those teams lose, then it gives me an opportunity to do that. Ole Miss also a big jump. Mistake. Tell me they this. just beat Auburn and Mississippi State. It doesn't in matter. One week. It's like that's two top twenty-five wins. It's like inter intramurals. Ole Miss under Kermit Davis, first year coach. Who? Kermit Davis from Middle Tennessee had all those teams That's in the right. tournament, beat Michigan State. Hmm. Uh, he's doing a he's good job. He's named Kermit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his name. But he's obviously right. got them going 13-2, and two, Ole Miss on the year. I'm Jim Rosso, feeling a little groggy today. You sound a little groggy. Do I? I yeah. need to get my excitement level up. Well, I think so, it's just the you, you lost a little bit of the voice. Yeah. That's okay. You made it. You're here. Thank you. I appreciate the effort. Tell me this, Scott. As a voter... Does somebody monitor your picks? Like, let's say you were to put Illinois at 24. That's within your right, right? Sure. Like, I can do whatever I want with it. Would they kick you off the panel? Uh, they might. Because, well, we get a sort of like a letter before every season starts. It details, you know, just when ballots are due, you know, things to look for. I mean, they don't, they'll say you have to vote a certain way because you can literally do whatever you want. You know, Graham Couch, he, uh, columnist in, uh, at the Lansing State Journal, I think what was it the first week of December took off 
any team on the top 25 that hadn't played a true road game. So, like, hmm. uh, and Duke, the number one team in the country, still hasn't played a true road game. So he's not voting for Duke right now, the best team in the country. Wow. That's, it's, it's his thing. But It's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. But that's different. Like, they also say, you know, don't be a homer, essentially. So right. It doesn't matter, right, in the grand scheme of things. They don't use the top 25 for the bracket. No. It's strictly ch- chest-pounding material. Yeah, but fans care about it. It's, it's something ESPN for, cares about it, right? They, for, yeah. they have a scroll that only lists the top 25. Yeah. So that's... And I like to think it matters because I do okay. it every week. But you're right; you know, they don't. It doesn't factor into like you know the NCAA tournament selections. Why don't you have Michigan number one, Scott, or Michigan State for that matter? Do you hate the Big Ten? Yeah, obviously I do. Um, I don't, by the way. I just think Duke and Tennessee are both better teams than Michigan, even though they've lost one game apiece. I think if Michigan played those teams, they'd. It's a fair chance they lose. Maybe they don't. They've won 17 in a row. That's impressive. And then, uh, you know, Michigan State, they've lost this year. So they're, they're, they're behind Michigan. Right. Even. Both 6-0 in the Big Ten. Yeah, in my top ten, Michigan 4, I think Michigan State 7 or 8 right now. Okay. I'll accept that, Scott. I like the Big Ten. Not bad. I don't like Minnesota. I told you this. I've told you this year after year after year. That is why on Wednesday, when the Gophers come to town, they leave with an L. And they could. In fact, it's before the Big Ten play restarted, it was one of the games that I gave to Illinois as a win. As I, you know, they got to five in, in my reasoning of the rest of the schedule. Um, five straight Big Ten losses later, I'm not sure... I feel the same about Wednesday night's game. Uh, Minnesota has a, a couple of really good wins in the Big Ten so far. Beat Nebraska. And then oh, oh, wow. Nebraska. Wow. Stop the presses. Let me, let me better rework. Than you, better re- than you think. Rework A1. Not as good as maybe they have been of late. Still a good win for Minnesota. Right. Then they won at Wisconsin. Wisconsin give you that one. has lost a couple clunkers, but winning at the Kohl Center. It's tough. I would say and Wisconsin beats Michigan on Saturday. I don't know. I, uh, if Xavier Simpson plays like he did uh, mm-hmm. last night against Northwestern, had right. career-high 24 points, made five threes. He's not a shooter, but right. he made a couple against Illinois and obviously five more against Northwestern. He's kind of feeling it right now. Uh, it's going to be tough. And Wisconsin is weird. I mean, Ethan Happ is doing all of his typical Ethan Happ things, but they're not – so they're losing some games they probably shouldn't right now. Let's talk Illinois, Scotty. You're the beat writer. Yeah. They're 0-5 in the Big Ten. They are. The season is lost. I mean, unless there's some sort of nope. miraculous turnaround and they win every game from here to the end of the season. What do you want to yeah. see done in the rest of the season? I mean, what what makes it okay? I don't know if anything makes it okay, but I think at some point – Got to start seeing what Tevian Jones and Alan Griffin have. I mean, they played seven minutes combined against Michigan. And I don't know. I mean, that's all. I mean, that's Brad Underwood's decision. And he said, you know, 
they they've got to earn that time. But I mean, give them a look, maybe. Uh, and there's minutes to be had there because you know Aaron Jordan does a lot of good things for this team. Has done a lot of good things for this team, but he's just not been very good offensively in Big Ten play. And in five games in the Big Ten, he has 16 points total. All right, play all the freshmen. At some point, yeah. Do it. Right? I mean, I already playing two. Might as well play two more. Maybe Sam McCain. Save it for senior night. Maybe not all at the same time. That could be bad. But, like, I really Tevian Jones does things that no one else on this team can do, at least in theory. We mm-hmm. haven't seen him that much. And, obviously, his suspension, you know, he missed eight games, and that's going to hurt him. It's because, you know, he, he was in practice, but you miss stuff, you know, not being – you know, available on game day and I don't know, but like like I was watching Michigan in pregame and like Isaiah Livers and Charles Matthews, Brandon Johns, like all these guys were just ripping off this unreal dunks. Just and I mean obviously it's practice and what I mean pregame and warm ups, there's nobody guarding you, but like they just flash the athleticism they have and it's better than a lot of guys on Illinois. Tevin Jones has a little bit of that. Play I'm him. interested to see what he's got. What do you think of all this talk of Io going pro? It's like nightmare scenario for Illinois fans. You I think? think? Don't you want your players to go to the NBA and I mean carry the flag? I think Illinois fans would have said that before it became a, like I don't know if it's a reality that he's going to turn pro after one season. It's closer than it was before the year started for sure, and. You know, Illinois fans lament the fact that you know Myers Leonard's the last man standing in the NBA. You know that that went to Illinois, and to have more guys in the league, you know, helps the perception of the program. But I think Illinois fans were maybe counting on two years of Iodasumo, and they still could get it. Um, mm-hmm. He's not in any of the mocks right now, but you know ESPN did bump him up into their twenty fourth best prospect and that includes some european guys so it's not just college college players and he's played really well the last four games if he keeps playing like that and has fewer performances like just for example the missouri game where he's in foul trouble early only had two points and just didn't do much or you know when he struggled to finish at the rim early in the season those will those will keep him at illinois but illinois fans are gonna have to decide if they want I hope to be really good now or just pretty good now and maybe really good next year. Other than Kofi, they got anybody else coming in next year yet? I mean, Antoine January was has been committed since what the early November, late October. He appeared to have fun at his yeah. game the other night. Yeah, he was on Michigan campus, game. got his official visit in, which was good. He'd never been here before and committed before the visit, which is a little rare, but... I think like you know, Kofi Cockburn, who was here for the Florida Atlanta game, Antoine January saw an Illinois team that could use him. Yeah, they need some some size. You know, John Teske played really well for Michigan, and I mean, Georgie Bajanashvili had 15 points, but he didn't do much to stop Teske. And Illinois needs bigs, and they've got two committed. Now just got to get two signed in April. But it's. A waiting game now because I mean we can't do anything until April, like I think the second week of April is when the, the mm-hmm. regular signing period starts. 
Do you believe John Beeline when he heaps praise on Illinois, or is he just saying that? I don't know. Because people ran with it. Yeah. They immediately compared it to his Michigan program. Are you trying to say that I did that? No. It's what he said in the postgame. Yeah. So you had to run with it. Well, in Saturday's news, because I ran a little bit with that, but also showed where it was different between Beeline and Underwood. Um, I don't know. Coaches do that. All coaches do that. They they praise their opponent no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, Kendall Gill would apparently agree with John Beeline. Um, but I don't know, until Illinois starts winning some games, like, you can be close forever, but, like, close doesn't cut it. Joe Vizelli covers women's basketball for us here at News Gazette Media. He, as if I needed this this morning, he listed Illinois the 14th best team in the Big Ten. Why is that? Fair. That They're 9-7. Yeah, they they built a lot of that record playing teams they should have beaten, and they did. Ohio State's five and eight. Ohio State's down. I mean, you lose Kelsey Mitchell. That's not good. But I mean, Illinois obviously they got a huge win at Minnesota, and they followed that up by not being particularly close in their next few games. So I mean, they've won one out of their last thirty. 31 regular season Big Ten games. I mean, that you got to win a little more, I think, to okay. jump up out of the bottom. Where did I see over the weekend Jeff Thomas going to stay at Miami? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Like, Where did that come from? Uh, from Manny Diaz being the coach and Mark Rick not, and probably hiring a new coordinator and a new wide receivers coach. And well, that's a blow. Jeff, oh, is that going to happen? I mean, I think there's an equal chance of that happening as him staying or not staying, I guess coming to Illinois. Um, he knows for sure he can play next year at Miami. Doesn't know that he'll get the waiver if he comes to Illinois. I sort of feel like he would get the waiver just because they hand those out like candy at this point. But, uh, so I don't know, be a little, time to be a little nervous maybe because uh, getting Jeff Thomas was a, a big part of all of those good feelings for Illinois football over the the holiday season uh, those will go away if he's you know playing for the Hurricanes. At least some of them. Luke Ford still coming here. Yep. Maybe gets the waiver. Maybe doesn't. I don't know. What's next for football? Well, they've got uh, another signing period coming up in February, and then we'll not be starting spring practice, aka winter practice like they did last year in February. Sounds like that's going to happen in the spring this time. I think maybe after spring break. So that's next after they sign maybe maybe sign a few more guys. And then that's it. And okay. Summer workouts just with the team by themselves and August where, training camp. Where are they going to be picked in the West? Last? Probably last. Okay. Because I don't know. Minnesota? There you go with your Gophers again. Well, they, they made a bowl game and then won it in pretty convincing fashion and bringing everybody back, I think. I mean, they had an even younger team than Illinois. So somehow they lost here in Champaign, but then finished the season you know, stronger than the Illini did. 
I really don't want to lose to Iowa in basketball, by the way. I want to circle back real quick. Yeah, on well, Sunday. On Sunday, noon tip. I really don't want to. In Iowa City. Yeah. Carver Hawkeye. Um, Iowa's. I've got them ranked like 23rd, I think. They're good. They got And they got some bigs like Tyler Cook, Luca Garza. It's going to give Illinois trouble. Are you a Maroon 5 fan? Not like a fan. Like I've, I've listened to their okay. music, but halftime act at Super Bowl. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not excited about that. Why don't they have acts at State Farm Center? Halftime. Yeah. Um, Spice it up a little bit. I bring in the boat drunks. If you'd hear me on press row during halftime, as I lament for something exciting, like mm-hmm. I want Red Panda. That the woman like an on order. The, it's the woman that rides a really tall unicycle and stacks bowls okay. on her head. Yep. I've never seen it live. I just want it once. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Halftime shows at Safe Farm Center are fine. Not super engaging. All right, Scott, anything else before I let you go on this abbreviated Illini, Inside Illini Basketball podcast? Well, I've got, you get, I got to give you the advanced metric of the day. Okay, let's do it. Let's get it out of the way. Ties into Wednesday's game okay. against Minnesota. Jordan Murphy, their Long, senior big forward. Hair, big hair. Yeah, double-double machine. He ranks second nationally in defensive rebounding percentage. And that is the percentage of possible defensive rebounds a player gets. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Just means he gets a lot of rebounds. That's stupid. I told you I don't like these metrics. Should I do the math for you? Nope. Because it's really not too complicated. Well, put him on the all-conference team then, for goodness sake. I probably will. I mean, he's he's good. And at 6'7", like, he's not a super tall guy, but you don't move him off the block. Tell you what, when Illinois Challenge beats Minnesota. Could happen. I don't know. You bring me a Coke on Thursday morning. Deal? Deal. All right. Scott Reggie chats every week. com. Get your questions in Wednesday, right? Yeah. Okay, before the game. 1230. Okay. Pre-game. Get you ready for Excellent. Follow an along. 8 p.m. tip. His live report. Thanks, Scott.